Hey, family, family, family. Pastor Jay here. I'm so glad. Hopefully there are people joining. I can't really tell if anyone's joining me, so who's going to be on is going to be on. But I'm glad that you're joining me for the for the full 180 uh, Bible reading. Bible in six months, 180 days. Transformation. Um, we'll be here every morning, Monday through Friday. I will be here every morning, Monday through Friday, to read the word with you. I started this because the Lord really burdened me that we are we are living in a generation that has not read the Bible. They do not read it regularly. And I want to be a part of that change. And if I, you need me to help you, if it would be good for me to help you and to read while you, so you notice I have the Bible on my screen. So I want you to read along with me as I scroll through. You're going to also see the word on your screen. So join me. And, and again, I want to just uh, remind everybody, I had said yesterday that we were going to be on Facebook and Instagram, but I'm actually going to do Facebook and YouTube. So the River Tucson on Facebook and the River Tucson on YouTube, because on those platforms I can simultaneously uh, cast, but I can also put the Bible, put the, my app, on the screen so you can read with me if you don't have your bible now it's always preferable to actually have your bible here but if you don't have your bible you can read along with me right here on your screen while you're watching so first of all let's just pray father in the name of your son jesus I ask right now that you would anoint your, your word is just already anointed, but Lord, I just ask that you would anoint this time together, Lord, as we read Genesis 1 through 7, Lord, reveal your word to us, Lord, let your word be breath and let your word be life, Lord, let it transform our mind, Lord, we thank you for your word, we thank you that we in this generation have the opportunity to have your word, Lord. I thank you for us being in this country that we can actually have a Bible and read the Bible and we can actually post it on every platform. Lord, we thank you for this time and we ask that you would bless it right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I would like to suggest those of you, if you are following in an actual Bible, get your highlighter out and just highlight things. Although I'm going to read straight through, I'm not going to stop. This is not a Bible study. This is a Bible through the Bible in 180 days, I want you just just to highlight real quick. Highlighters are faster than underlining, so just highlight it really fast, and and we'll and just keep moving on. Because sometimes when you read the Bible, you're not going to catch everything. That's why you need to read the Bible all the time. We should read through the Bible at least once a year, if not twice. I suggest four times a year we need to read through the Bible. But anyways, um, I'm so glad that you all are here. I can't tell. I can't see. I can't do any of that. I don't know who's on. I don't know what comments are being made. But let's just read the word together. How about that? We're starting in Genesis 1. Here we go. In the beginning, God, Elohim, created by forming nothing. Also, I'm reading out of the Amplified, if you're following in your Bible. This whole uh, full 180 is going to be read out of the Amplified Bible because it's much easier to understand and it's truer to the original to the original text. So here we go again, uh, Genesis 1.1. I'm going to start one more time. In the beginning, God, Elohim, created by forming from nothing the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void and or a waste and emptiness 
and darkness was upon the face of the deep, primeval ocean that covered the unformed earth. The Spirit of God was moving or hovering or brooding over the face of the waters or the ocean. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, pleasing, useful, and he affirmed and sustained it. And God separated the light, distinguishing it from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning, one day. And God said, let there be an expanse of, of the sky in the midst of the waters and let it separate from the waters below uh, the expanse from the waters above the expanse. And God made the expanse of sky and separated the waters which were under the expanse from the waters which were above the expanse. And it was so just as he commanded, God called the expanse of sky heaven and there was evening and there was morning a second day. Then God said, I'm in verse 9, let the waters be low and the heavens be gathered into one place of standing, pulling together, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and the gathering of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good and pleasing, useful, and he affirmed and sustained it. So God said, let the earth sprout, tender vegetation, plants, yielding seed and fruits, trees, fruit trees bearing fruit according to, limited to, consisting with their kind, whose seed was in them upon the earth, and it was so. The earth sprouted and abundantly produced vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seed in them according to their kind. And God saw that it was good, and he affirmed and sustained it. And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. Then God said, let there be light bearers, the sun, the moon, stars, in the expanse of the heavens to separate day, the day from the night, and let them be useful for signs, tokens of God's provident care, for marking seasons, days, and years. Let them be useful as lights in the expanse of the heavens to provide light on the earth. And it was so, just as he commanded. And God made the two great lights, and the greater light the sun to rule the day, and the lesser light the moon to rule the night. And he made the galaxies of stars. That is all the amazing wonders in the heavens. God placed them in the expanse of the heavens to provide light upon the earth, to rule over the day and the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and he affirmed and sustained it. And there was evening and there was morning, a fourth day. Then God said, let the waters swarm and abundantly produce living creatures let the birds soar above the earth in open expanse of the heavens. God created the sea monsters, every living creature that moves with which the waters swarmed according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and he affirmed and sustained it. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning. A fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to, limited to, consistent with their kind, livestock, crawling things, and wild animals of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so because he had said that he had spoken them into creation. So God made the wild animals of the earth according to their kind, and the cattle according to their kind, and every creeping 
creep, everything that creeps and crawls on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, pleasing, and useful. And he affirmed and sustained it. Then God said, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all make man in our image according to our likeness, likeness, not physical but spiritual personality and moral likeness, and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, the cattle, and over the entire earth and over everything that creeps and crawls on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, granting them certain authority and said to them, be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth and subjugate it to put under, under your power and rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and every living thing that moves upon the earth. So God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of the entire earth and every tree <clears throat> sorry, which has yield, has fruit yielding seed, and it shall be food for you, and to all the animals on the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that moves on the ground, to everything in which there is breath of life. I have given every green plant food, and it was so, because he commanded it. God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good, and he validated it completely. And there was evening, and there was morning, a sixth day. Chapter 2, so the heavens and the earth were completed, and all their hosts inhabitants. And by the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done, and he rested. Hold on one second, y'all. This music is driving me insane. Ha! You know, Pastor Jay is just always like, you know, messing things up here. Hold on a second here. Let me go to, to something I know. Yes, 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 yes. Here we go. There we go. So let's start let's start chapter two again. So the heavens and the earth were completed and all their hosts, inhabitants. And by the seventh day God completed his work which he had uh, which he had done, and he rested, ceased on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it as his own, that is, set it apart as holy from other days, because in it he rested from all his work which he had created and done. This is the history of the origin of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day, that is, in the days of creation, that the Lord made the heaven and the earth and the heavens, no shrub or plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb on the field of yet had yet sprouted. For the Lord had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to cultivate the ground, but a mist, fog, dew, vapor, used to rise from the land and the water, the and water the entire surface of the ground. Then the Lord formed, that is, created the body of man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being an individual complete in body and spirit and the lord planted a garden an oasis in the east in eden delight land of happiness and he put the man whom he had formed created there and in the garden the lord caused to grow from the ground every tree <clears throat> that is sustainable and pleasing to the sight and good suitable pleasant for food the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the experiential knowledge recognition of 
the difference between good and evil. Now a river flowed out of Eden to the water to water the garden, and from there it divided and became four branching rivers. The first river was named Pishon, uh, which follows a around the entire land of Havilah, where there is gold. The gold in that land is good, but uh, Delium, a fragrant, valuable resin, and the onyx stone are found there. The name of the second river was Gihon, and it flows around the entire land of Cush in the Mesopotamia. The third river was named Hidekel, or Tigris, and it flows east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. So God, so the Lord God took the man he had made and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely, unconditionally eat the fruit from every tree of the garden, but only from the tree of the knowledge and the recognition of good and evil you shall not eat. Otherwise, on the day that you eat from it, you shall most certainly die because of your disobedience. Now God, now the Lord God said, It is not good, beneficial for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper one who balances him, a counterpart who is suitable and complementary for him. So the Lord God formed out of the ground every animal of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called a living creature, that was its name. And the man gave names to all the livestock and the birds of the field and to every animal of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper that was suitable a companion for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and while he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made fashioned and formed into a woman, and he brought her and presented her to the man. And then Adam said, Now this now, bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall become joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed or embarrassed. Chapter 3. Now the weapon, sorry, now the serpent was more crafty, subtle, skilled in deceit than any other creature of the field which the Lord had made. And the serpent, Satan, called, said to the woman, can it really be that God has said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the trees of the garden, except from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. God said, You shall not eat from it, nor touch it, otherwise you will die. But the serpent said to the woman, You certainly will not die, for God knows that on that day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. That is, you will have greater awareness, and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil. And, the, <clears throat> and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was delightful to look at, and a tree to be desired in order to make one wise and insightful, she, uh, she took some of its fruit and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of the two were opened, that is, their awareness increased, and they knew that they were naked, and they fastened fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard a sound of the Lord God walking in the garden. 
Sorry, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the afternoon breeze of the day. So the man and his wife hid and kept themselves hidden from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? He said, I hear the sound of you walking in the garden. I heard the sound of you walking in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten the fruit from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? And the man said, The woman you gave me you uh, to, be, to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled and deceived me, and I ate from the forbidden tree. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the cattle. Uh, and more than any animal of the field, on your belly you shall go, and the dust you shall eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between, or open hostility between you and the woman, and between your seed, the offspring, and her seed. He shall fatally bruise your head, and you shall only bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain you will give birth to children, yet <clears throat> your desire and longing will be for your husband. And he will rule with authority over you, but be responsible and be responsible for you. Then to Adam, the Lord God said, because you have listened attentively to the voice of your wife and you have eaten from the tree, the fruit from the tree, which I commanded you saying, you shall not eat of it. The ground is now under a curse because of you. In sorrow and toil, you shall eat the fruit of it. All the days of your life, both thorns and thistles, it shall grow for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field by the, by the sweat of your face, and you will eat bread until you return to the ground. For from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man named his wife Eve, life spring, life giver, because she was the mother of all the living. And the Lord God made tunics of animal skins for Adam and his wife and clothed him. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, knowing how to distinguish between good and evil. And now he might stretch out his hand and take from the tree of life as well and eat the eat its fruit and live in it, this fallen sinful condition forever. Therefore the Lord sent Adam away from the garden of Eden to till and cultivate the ground from which it, he was taken. So God drove the man out and at the east of the garden of Eden, he permanently stationed a cherubim with a sword while I'm sorry, with a flashing blade which turned around and around in every direction to protect and guard the way, the entrance access to the tree of life. We're in chapter 4. Now the man, Adam, knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain. And she said, I have obtained a man, baby boy, son, with the help of the Lord. And later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept the flocks of sheep and goats, but Cain cultivated the ground. And in the course of time, Cain brought the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground, but Abel an offering of the finest firstborn of his flock and the fat portions. And the Lord had respect or regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no respect. So Cain became extremely angry, indignant, and he looked annoyed and hostile. And the Lord said to Cain, Why are you so angry? And why do you look annoyed? If you do well, believing me and doing what is acceptable and pleasing to me, 
Will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, but ignore my instruction, sin crouches at your door. Its desire is for you to overpower you, but you must master it. Cain called with Abel to his brother. What about about what God had said? And when they were uh, and when they were alone working in the field, Cain attacked Abel his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, "Where is your brother? Where is Abel your brother? For he lied and for he lied and said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord uh, and the Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's innocent blood is crying out to me from the ground for justice. And now, and now, you are cursed from the ground from, sorry, you are cursed from the ground, which has opened his mouth to receive your brother's shed blood from your hand. When you cultivate the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength. It will resist producing good crops for you. You shall be a fugitive and a vagabond roaming aimlessly on the earth in perpetual exile without a home a degraded outcast. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me out out this day, out out this day from the face of the land, from your face, presence, I I will be hidden and I will be a fugitive and an aimless vagabond on the earth and whoever finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, therefore, whoever kills Cain, a sevenfold vengeance, that his punishment seven times worse shall be taken on him by me. And the Lord said a protective mark, a sign on Cain, so that no one who found him, who found, met him, would kill, no, that no one who found, met him, would kill him. So Cain went away from the manifest presence of the Lord and lived in the land of Nod, wandering in exile east of Eden. Cain knew his wife, one of Adam's descendants, and she conceived and gave birth to Enoch. And Cain built a city named Enoch, and after, after the name of his son. Now Enoch was born, uh, born Irad, and Irad became the father of Mehujael, and Mehujael became the father of Methushael, and Methushael became the father of Lamech. And Lamech took for himself two wives. The name of one was Ada, and the name of the other Zillah. And Ada gave birth to Jabal. He became the father of those nomadic herdsmen who live in tents and have cattle and raise livestock. His brother was named Jubal, and after he became the father of all those musicians who played the lyre and the flute. Zillah gave birth to Tubal Cain, the smith craftsman and teacher of every artisan in instruments of bronze and iron. The sister of Tubal Cain was Naamah. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, you wives of Lamech. Listen to what I say, for I have killed a man merely for wounding me, and a boy only for striking, bruising me. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, as the Lord said he would be, then Lamech will be avenged seventy-sevenfold. Adam knew Eve as his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth. For she said, God has granted another child for me in place of Abel, because Cain killed him. To Seth was also was born a son, whom he named Enosh, mortal man, mankind. And that same time, man began to call on the name of the Lord in worship, through prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. Chapter 5. Descendants of Adam. <clears throat> this is the book, the written record, the history of the generations of the descendants of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God, not physical, but spiritually and 
uh, personal, spiritual personality and moral likeness. He created them male and female and blessed them and named them mankind at the time they were created. Then Adam had lived 130 years and became the father of his of a son in his own likeness, according to the to his image, and named him Seth. After he became the father of Seth, Adam lived eight hundred years and had other sons and daughters. So Adam lived nine hundred and thirty years in all, and he died. That when Seth was a hundred and five years old, he became the father of Enosh. Seth lived eight hundred and seven years after the birth of Enosh. Whoops, sorry about that, y'all. After the birth of Enosh, and he had other sons and daughters. So Seth lived 912 years, and he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. Enosh lived 815 years after the birth of Kenan and had other sons and daughters. So Enosh lived 900 and five years, and he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. Kenan lived 800 and 40 years after the birth of Mahalalel and had other sons and daughters. So Kenan lived 900 years, 910 years, and he died. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. Mahalalel lived 830 years after the birth of Jared and had other sons and daughters. So Mahalalel lived 895 years, and he died. When Jared was 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. Jared lived 800 years after the birth of Enoch and had other sons and daughters. So Jared lived 962 years and he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God 300 years after the birth of Methuselah and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years and in errant fear and obedience, Enoch walked with God and he was not found among men, because God took him away to be home with him. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. Methuselah lived 782 years after the birth of Lamech and had other sons and daughters. So Methuselah lived 969 years and he died. When Lamech was 100, was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. He named him Noah, saying, This one shall bring rest and comfort from our work and from the dreadful toil of our hands, because the ground which the Lord had cursed. Lamech lived, Lamech lived 595 years after the birth of Noah and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years, and he died. And Noah was 500 years old and became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Chapter 6 corruption of mankind. Now it happened when men began to multiply the face of the land and the daughters and daughters were born to them. And the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and desirable and they took wives for themselves whomever they chose and desired. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive and remain with man forever, because it is indeed flesh, sinful, corrupt, given to given over to sensual appetites. Nevertheless, his days shall yet be a hundred and twenty years. There were Nephilim, sorry, there were Nephilim, men of stature and notorious men on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God lived with the daughters of men, and they gave birth to their children. These were the mighty men of old, who were of old, men of renown, 
great reputation and fame. The Lord saw that the wickedness depravity of men was great on the earth, and that every imagination intent or intent of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. The Lord regretted that he had ever made mankind on the earth, and he was deeply grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy, annihilate mankind whom I have created from the surface of the earth, not only man, but every animal and crawling things and birds of the air, because it deeply grieves me to see mankind sin, and I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the grace in the eye, and grace in the eyes of the Lord. There are records of the generations, family history. These are the records of the generations, family history of Noah. Was Noah? Noah was a righteous man, one who was just and had right standing with God, blameless in his evil gener in this in his evil generation. Noah walked, lived in habitual fellowship with God. Now Noah became the father of three sons: Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And the population of the earth was corrupt absolutely depraved, spiritually and morally putrid, in God's sight, and the land was filled with violence, desecration, infringement, outrage, assault, and lust for power. God looked on the earth and saw how debased and de degenerated, degenerate it was, for all humanity had corrupted their way on the earth and lost their true direction. And God said to Noah, I intend to make an end of all that lives. For through men the land is filled with violence, and behold, I am about to destroy them together with the land. Make yourselves an ark of gopher wood, and make it make in it rooms, stalls, pens, coops, nests, cages, compartments, and coat in, its inside with uh, out inside and out. Sorry, coat and coat it inside and out with pitch, butamen, and this this is the way you are to make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits, which is, here it says 450 feet by 75 by 45. You shall make a window for light and ventilation for the ark and it finish, I'm sorry, and finish it to at least a cubit, 18 inches from the top, and set the entry door of the ark on its side. And you shall make with it lower, second and third decks, for behold, I, even I, will bring a flood, a flood of waters on the earth to destroy all life from under the heavens in which there is the breath and spirit of life. Everything that is on the land shall die. But I will establish my covenant, covenant, solemn promise, formal agreement with you, and you shall come into the ark, you and your three sons and your wife and your son's wife with you, wives with you, and every living thing found on the land. You shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you, and they shall be male and female, of fowls and birds according to their kind, of animals according to their kind, of every crawling thing from the ground according to its kind, to every kind shall come to you and keep and to keep them alive. Also take with you every kind of food that is edible, and you shall collect and store it, and it shall be food for you and for them. So Noah did this according to all that God commanded him. That is what he did. Chapter 7, last chapter for the morning. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you with all your household, for you alone I have seen as righteous, doing what is right before me in this generation. Of every clean animal you shall take with you, 
seven pair, the male and his female, of the animals that are not clean, you shall take two of the, uh, two of each, of the male and his female. Also the birds of the air, seven pair, the male and the female, to keep the offspring alive on the surface of the earth. For in seven days I'm going to cause it to rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and I will destroy, blot out, wipe away every living thing that I have made from the surface of the earth. So Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood deluged of water came on the earth, covering all the land. Then Noah said and his son, then Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with them, with him, entered the ark to escape the floodwaters of unclean animals and animals that are not clean and birds and fowls and everything that crawls on the ground. They came motivated by God into the ark with Noah two by two, the male and the female, just as God had commanded Noah. And after the seven days, God released the rain and the floodwaters came on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, on the seventh day of the seventh month, on that, on that same day, all the fountains of the great deep, the subterranean waters, burst open, and the windows of the floodgates of the heavens were open. It rained on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and on the very same day Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, Japheth sorry, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every animal according to its kind, all the livestock according to their kinds, every moving thing that crawls on the earth according to its kind, every and every bird according to its kind, every winged thing of every sort. So they went into the ark with Noah, two by two, all of the living beings in which there was the breath and the spirit of life. Those which entered, male and female, of all flesh, creatures, entered as God had commanded Noah, and the Lord closed the door behind him. The flood, the great downpour of rain, was forty days and nights on the earth, and the waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it floated high above the land. The waters became mighty and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the waters. The waters prevailed so greatly that and were so mighty and overwhelming on the earth, so that the high mountains everywhere everywhere under the heavens were covered. In fact, the waters became 15 cubits higher than the highest ground on the mountains were covered. All living beings that moved on the earth perished. Birds, cattle, domestic animals, wild animals, all the things that swarm and crawl on the earth and all mankind, everything on the dry land, in all whose nostrils was the breath and the spirit of life died. God destroyed, blotted out, wiped away every living thing that was on the surface of the earth, man and animals, and the crawling things and the birds of the heavens were destroyed from the land. Only Noah and those that were with him in the ark remained alive. The waters covered all of the earth for a hundred and fifty days, which is five months. Well, praise the Lord, I am so glad that you joined me today. And I know you may be saying, you know what, I, I don't know that I grasped all of it. Well, let me just say this. We need to read our Bible every day, all the days of our life. And it does not matter if what I've read, you've grasped everything. 
it's those little bits and pieces that you see that you can that, that you can grasp and highlight. And even if you're following me in a, in on your U version app, you know you can just hit, tap that and highlight it so you can go back to it. But I really, really encourage you to grab your if you have an amplified Bible, grab your amplified Bible. Or if you don't have an Amplified Bible, go on Amazon. You can find a paperback Amplified Bible for like five bucks on Amazon. But join me every day as we walk through the Bible, as we do a full 180. And that title is not, it is it is a play on words. Because when you read the word, your life will literally change directions and go another way. So join me tomorrow as we continue in Genesis. And we continue through the word. Read the Bible with me. It's It will bring life to your flesh. It will renew your mind. It will restore your soul. The words are like life. The words are like bread to your body. They're like bread to your soul. But let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. I ask right now that you would bless each person that's joined me, Lord. I pray that the words that have been spoken, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will bring them back as needed. Lord, even though we kind of read through the word, Lord, those words become, they, they, they are out in the atmosphere, Lord. We push them out into the heavenlies right now, and they are also being written on the stone, I mean, on the, on the walls of our heart, Lord. I ask right now, God, that we would let this word not only be in our mind, but be in our hearts and be in our spirits. Lord, I thank you for everyone that's joined me. We love you and we give you all the praise, Jesus. We lift and exalt your name above every name because at your name, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit is with you today. He will strengthen you today. If you don't know Jesus, you can know him right now. The word is very clear. It says, all who call upon the name of the Lord and believe with all their heart shall be saved. Accept Jesus today. We love you.